This episode of On the Record is brought to you by Osmondson. From their Made in America steel to their Made in America process, Osmondson is proud to stamp Made in the USA on every Osmondson blade manufactured. For over 100 years, Osmondson is committed to manufacturing blades with strength, pride, and innovation. Visit www.osmondson.com. I'm Executive Editor Kim Schmidt. Welcome to On the Record. Here's an update on what's currently impacting the ag equipment industry. The aging of the North American fleet of farm machinery, along with an improving outlook for farm income, is boosting early ag equipment orders for 2021. According to results of the Ag Equipment Intelligence Annual Dealer Business Outlook and Trend Survey, nearly one-third of dealers are reporting that early orders for new products are up compared to a year ago, when 21% of dealers reported increased pre-sold equipment levels. The percentage of dealers reporting lower levels of early orders was down compared to the previous year. For 2021, about 28% of dealers said their level of equipment bookings declined versus a year ago, when more than 36% said their early orders of equipment had declined compared with the previous year. Along with positive trends in pre-sold bookings, dealers are reporting that their gross margins on equipment, parts, and service in the past year also improved. Slightly over one-half of dealers reported that margins of new and used equipment increased in 2020 versus 2019. This compares with 45% of dealers who said gross margin on new equipment increased in 2019 versus 2018, and 49% who reported their used equipment margins were up in 2019. Even more dealers saw margins in parts and service improve in 2020. Some 68% of dealers noted an increase in gross margins on parts compared with 61% in 2019. There was also an uptick in margins on service for 70% of dealers, which is up from 67% in the previous year. The full 2021 Dealer Business Outlook and Trends report will be available in October. This week's dealers on the move include James River Equipment, Torgerson's, Service Equipment, and TELUS Equipment Solutions. John Deere dealer James River Equipment has acquired Harvest Equipment Center's single location in Lewisburg, West Virginia. This will be the dealership's first location in West Virginia and its 29th Ag and Turf location. Torgerson's has acquired Zerby Brothers, a single-store, full-line New Holland dealership in Glasgow, Montana. This will bring Torgerson to 10 locations in Montana. Service Equipment, the largest John Deere dealership group in Western Canada, has signed an agreement for the acquisition of the Australian John Deere dealership, J.B. Scott. J.B. Scott currently operates its John Deere dealership in North Greelong, Victoria. This will be Service Equipment's seventh location in Australia. TELUS Equipment Solutions, a company formed specifically to become an authorized John Deere agriculture and turf dealer, has closed on the acquisition of AgPro Texas. The acquisition includes all of AgPro Texas's 21 dealership locations in Central and South Texas. The acquisition leaves AgPro with 71 locations. Now here's Jack Zemlicka with the latest from the Technology Corner. Thanks, Kim. We recently shared some perspective in this segment on what the dealership of 2030 could look like, with a major emphasis on precision technologies like robotics and hyper-specialized services. But what are dealers forecasting as their best bets for growing precision revenue in the next three years? Results of the 8th Annual Precision Farming Dealer Benchmark Study, with contributions from dozens of farm equipment dealers, input retailers, and independent precision companies, trend toward hardware-driven revenue. The 2020 data collected during the first and second quarters 
showed several shifts in dealers' expectations for their future revenue. Topping the list of revenue sources considered essential for growth was application technology hardware, reversing its three-year downward trend. Just over half of survey respondents considered this an important source of revenue growth in the next three years, compared to 34% feeling the same in the 2019 study when it ranked seventh. Signal subscriptions jumped up to fourth in this year's study from coming in at sixth in 2019. This came along with a moderate increase in dealers considering it an essential part of revenue growth from 34% in 2019 to 48% in 2020. Farm data management was displaced from the top slot in the 2020 survey, dropping to sixth place. Some 35% of respondents considered it an essential revenue source in the next three years, down from 52% in the 2019 study and 51% in the 2018 study. GPS and guidance systems retained its second place slot at 48% of respondents considering it essential for revenue growth up slightly from 44% taking the same position in last year's study. Planter control systems had a similar experience, holding the third place spot with 48% considering it essential, up from 42% in 2019. You can find the complete 2020 benchmark study report and analysis in the summer issue of Precision Farming Dealer and extended coverage of past studies at precisionfarmingdealer.com. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Jack. Historically, the sale of high-horsepower tractors has closely followed the value of production of corn, soybeans, and wheat in the U.S. USDA's August crop report showed cash receipt proxy forecasts up 5% year-over-year versus up 6% year-over-year last month. Corn cash receipts are forecast down 3%, while soybean cash receipts are forecast up 22%. Wheat cash receipts are forecast down 6%. Adam Ullman, senior analyst and partner with Cleveland Research Company, says there are a few factors that have helped improve the outlook for both cash receipts and high-horsepower tractor sales. Over the past two crop years, a decline in grain production and reduction in pricing received has led to an 11% drop in cash grain receipts and a modest decline in large tractor sales. This year's planted acres have expanded about 5% from last year as weather was cooperative and more supportive of planting, but trade tensions and market disruptions from coronavirus globally has weighed on major grain pricing. Since early August, we've seen a strong recovery in corn and soybean prices as damage from this summer's derecho windstorm has reduced the supply outlook, while demand for ethanol has recovered and the export outlook is more favorable as Chinese consumption has picked up. Soybean prices have recovered from the low $8 per bushel range seen in early May to above $10 per bushel, while corn prices have bounced from the low $3 range to $3.70 per bushel recently. This is nearing the low end of the sweet spot of $3.75 to $4.25 per bushel for corn that dealers have told us has typically stimulated demand for new equipment. Should these prices hold in the medium term, We could potentially see the value of grain production expand by over 20% this year and recovered to the highest level in over five years, helping support a potential double-digit recovery in large tractor demand in 2021 after five years of trough market conditions. North American large ag sales were down 2.2% year-over-year in August, following a 10% increase in July, according to the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. However, when we look at the year-to-date sales compared to the five-year average, nearly every category is at or above the trend line. For the first eight months of the year, North American combine unit sales 
are at 4,000, which is above the five-year trend of 3,500 units sold. At 1,800 units, four-wheel drive tractors are down year-to-date from 2019 and are just below the five-year average of 1,900 units. Compact and utility tractors continue to be strong segments for equipment sales. Through August, 46,800 40 to 100 horsepower tractors have been sold in North America, about 10% higher than the five-year average of 42,500. Compact tractor sales have been the strongest and year-to-date are 42% higher than the five-year average of 105,000. High horsepower tractors are the only segment that's below the five-year trend line. Through August, 12,800 high horsepower tractors have been sold in North America. That's nearly 14% below the average of 14,800 units. As always, we welcome your feedback. You can send comments and story suggestions to kschmidt at lessermedia.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us.